Are you choosing fear or are you choosing joy? Now, the obvious answer may be that you're choosing joy. I know if I were asked that question, I would say joy. It's one of my core words. (laughs) If you know Danielle Laporte, who's sort of a mystical coach, an interesting character, but she encourages you to think of the words, the emotions that you want to feel in your life. And so joy is a word that I chose many years ago, and it's one that's really um, one I write down every day, wanting to be in a state of joy and want my life to be joyful. It's something I try to bring into the present every single day. So of course, choose joy, and I'm sure you would do the same. But I was recently writing in my journal, actually just tonight, and I was hit over the head by this thought, something that is extremely simple, but something I had absolutely not thought of before. And I felt myself in a little bit of a state of tension, a state of tension because I have very specific goals that I've been working on for a couple of years. And it just feels like, and these are big goals and they're big dreams, but I feel like I'm in the thick of it, like in the slog of just keeping my head down and pushing and doing the work. And, and maybe you, maybe you're in that season as well. Maybe you have these big dreams and desires, these goals that you want to achieve. And so I was thinking about this state of tension and I've been really trying to dig in to why that tension is there. Now, on one side, the tension is good because the tension is what pushes you forward, right? It's that, that tension of, of really wanting something and knowing that you just have to keep your head down and keep going. That tension is a motivation, But at the same time, I was thinking about goals versus the vision for my life. And I came to this enormous conclusion that I just had to share to the great wide world because I think maybe if this touches just one person um, and that person says, oh, that's interesting, and maybe starts thinking differently than I would have done my job because this thought certainly made me feel and think differently about my life. And I think it's pretty interesting. So let's kind of set the goals aside because the goals are something that you're actively working towards, the things that you're actively wanting to bring into your life. And for me, I look at my life as it is now and I think of all of the small micro moments that has brought me to the life I have today. I feel so blessed and so grateful for my family and for my marriage and the the work I get to do. Like I'm, I'm so grateful and I know that it wasn't by accident that I have these things. But these things in my life, I didn't I didn't create them as goals. You know, I never 
set a goal down on paper and broke it down into actionable steps and all of that stuff we're supposed to do when we're working on a goal. The life that I have now, the things I'm so grateful for and the things that feel so beautiful and rich were something I created. It wasn't a goal to pursue. It was something that manifested in my life and not a, not a conscious pushing manifestation, a manifestation that was really natural and very light. And so like, please don't, don't, I don't want to lose you here. Um, because I know manifestation is such like a trending topic, but the truth is in like very practical terms, we all manifest the lives that we have, but it happens in such a natural way. You know, when we're kids, we see careers that pique our interest. We see relationships that pique our interest, situations, um, experiences that people have. And when we see this stuff out in the world and we mark something as something we like or even as something that we dislike, we tend to move towards it because it's sort of like what's in the front of our minds. And for me, I think I've always had these moments of acknowledging certain things that I wanted and just kind of storing them away in my subconscious. And it isn't until years later that I can really reflect and say, oh, wow, like I really brought that into being because I sort of filed that away in a very subconscious but like strong place. And I didn't put a lot of pressure on it. I didn't put a lot of focus on it, but I just always knew deep in my heart that is what I wanted. And when you're young, you know, before you meet your partner, before you start a family or start your career or, you know, buy a home or whatever these normal quote unquote steps for life are, you know, these are the big things that you're sort of looking forward to. And so you're building your opinions and your ideas of how that life should look for you. But as I'm approaching my 40s, and I'm not, I don't really think this is an age thing. I think it's more of a stage thing. But if you find yourself in a stage, no matter what your age is, where things feel kind of like ironed out, like you feel kind of quote unquote settled. I, for me, what has begun very subconsciously, very kind of insidiously, is this penchant for worrying and anxiety because I've reached this point where I feel like I've accomplished a lot of milestones in life and now I've become so focused on tight fisting, kind of gripping to sort of hold everything in place because I'm happy with how things are, right? And so life becomes kind of consumed by this worry and this desire to control and this desire to sort of just keep everyone sort of as they are, safe, happy as they are. And in that mode and in that mentality, what begins to happen is a slow sort of 
distance that forms from the vision and the life. And I think some of it is kind of cultural as well. I think we have a lot of conditioning for the vision we have for the wedding or starting the family, finding the love or, you know, starting your career or starting the business or whatever. There's a lot of scripts that exist. But once you kind of reach those milestones, I think this stress can kind of settle in of just sort of, okay, now just start plugging along. But what I've realized about myself, this thought that just hit me over the head this evening that propelled me to record this right now in the dark, in the bedroom on a Friday night, is that, oh my God, like that subconscious, that conscious subconscious bringing forth what you want your life to be, that sort of disappears once you kind of have these milestones complete, right? If you have the partner and, and you have a good marriage or, and you have the kids and a loving family and things are going well, you know, what is the next step? What is the next stage? Where's the room for dreaming when things kind of all seem planned out? And I think that this idea of the noticing and the desiring of what's to come in the future sort of slows down after these kind of big milestones are hit. And it's so obvious, right? It's so obvious, but what I think is the opportunity for myself at least is to sort of realize, have that awareness that that is what has happened. You know, I find myself sort of recently feeling so much more anxious and I just keep thinking, oh, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, I'm turning 40 next year. Maybe it has something to do with that. But I think that's BS and I think it's an excuse. I really believe that it's this frame, this, this reframing that needs to happen of remembering that life is still full of possibilities. Life is still ready for creation. And in fact, what I've come up against, which I I feel like a lot of people in my life are sort of in the same, where it's like things are good. Things are fine. They're great. You know, things are, things are great, (laughs) right? But the question I ask you is, do you believe that it could be greater? Not, not in the terms of like changing your life and like finding a partner half your age, midlife crisis style. No, no. I just have been playing with the idea of, of, of accepting the idea that things are good, but life could be so much richer relationships with family, with partner, with kids can be more beautiful, deeper, more connection. Like that's available to us. And I think that we become super wrapped up in 
preoccupied with this idea of just kind of like keeping everything in place, not sort of making any sudden moves, changes, sort of being in our routine, that we forget that there's opportunity for deeper joy, for more adventure, for more exploration. And, and life is really quite literally a canvas. And what I think happens a lot of times once these big milestones pass that we just get completely drowned out with the preoccupation of what could happen, what could go wrong. And we don't ask ourselves, like, what could go right? What could get better? Right? How could life be even more extraordinary beyond our wildest measure? We don't ask ourselves this question. So I invite you to just take out that journal, that old journal, and don't frame this question in terms of goals. Don't sit there and say, my income goal is X and I want to get this car. No. Think more spiritually. What are the things that you've seen as your family or friends get older, their kids get older? Do you see anything that you're attracted to as people's careers progress, um, as people pick up different hobbies? Just start noticing like what piques your interest. Say it out loud. Write it down. Because you may be really surprised, you know? There may be some deep seeds inside you that want to do things that maybe are not even in your, your conscious thought. You know, connect with that deeper part of yourself to explore the play and the joy. You know, do you want to learn a new skill? Do you want to travel to a different place? Do you want to, you know, be someone different? You know, the, your dreams are there. These ideas, these sparks you have, don't ignore them. Because it's sort of like these sparks and ideas are given to you by God, by the creator, whatever, as deeper expressions of who you are, truly are. And I think that that's what we're here to do, is to just keep uncovering those desires and those dreams and those sparks to be continuously evolving into the person, the human that we are meant to be. So maybe this was a little bit far out of a topic, but maybe it doesn't make any sense to you. But to me, it's so clear. And, and I think I can give like some interesting examples to make this even uh, more vivid. But I look at things in my life now that are so, so obviously brought that I've, that I've brought into my life. Um, you know, when I was very young, I used to babysit this girl whose mom was married to someone that was from Europe and he was French and they would spend the summers in France. And that little seed in me was like, wow, 
that is so cool. And I just tucked it away. And I don't think if I ever met this girl that I babysat and knew that it was possible to marry a European and have a reason to go spend summers in France, if I didn't see that, I wouldn't know that it exists, but I saw it and I filed it away and I said, that is very cool. And I didn't think about it for many years. And then a couple of years after being married to my husband, who's from Spain, um, did I realize like, wow, I always wanted that. I always dreamed of that. I remember when I was traveling in, uh, in university around Europe before I met my husband, I always remember in that moment when you're landing in the plane and you, you get closer to the road and you start to see the cars. And I would always imagine the people in the cars and where they were going. And I thought how cool it would be to be just a person in a different country, <laughs> traveling in a car to go to a, a place to see family or something like that. And I just filed that away like a little seed and it just stuck into my subconscious. And I can see that that's, that's the life that I have now. I remember when I was, you know, before I met my husband, all these, like 10 years ago, I was dating someone who, um, who had a brother. So it was like the two of them and they just had the loveliest family. And I remember thinking, I want two boys. Like I want two boys and I have two boys now. I didn't, I don't control that, but that's, that's what I was given. But I remember consciously saying, those two boys are such good friends and it's so lovely to have two boys and I would love to have two boys, but I just tucked it away. It didn't even come into my, my conscious mind until like years later, I say, oh wow, like I, I did, I did wish that like Pinocchio wishing on a star. And so when I talk about these big milestones, you know, you get these ideas of the things that you like and you kind of like tuck it away in that deep place inside you. But once those milestones are done, I just feel like we relinquish the opportunity to keep going with those dreams, to keep shaping and molding our lives because we're sort of told that like once you get married and once you have the kids and once you chose your career, that's kind of like it. But that's absolutely not it. There's different hobbies. There's different experiences. There's different versions of ourselves that need to come to life. And the problem is, is that I think a lot of us get so bogged down and so consumed with just like keeping things as they are because everything's fine. We're good. We're good. You know, let's be grateful for what we have. And we absolutely should be grateful for what we have. But why can't we have more? So I want you to ponder that because that's what I'm pondering. There is more. And you, you know for people that have achieved extraordinary things in their lives, not just like, not monetarily, just people who are living rich, deep, authentic lives and really, um, really making their mark in the world in whatever way that is meaningful to them, they've continued to like grow and evolve and bring forth just more richness in their lives. So don't give up on that. Keep molding and bringing forth your deepest desires 
I'm going to be working on it too. But it's something that it just didn't dawn on me until this moment. So anyways, I hope that was not too woo-woo or totally out of left field. I think it's pretty interesting. So if you have any ideas about this, I'd love to hear from you. But until next week, just remember, wherever you're trying to go, you don't have to go fast. You just have to keep going. And I'll see you back here next week for your Monday Motivation.